Welcome to the Tzorba Mirabanan Hilchot Shabbat program with Rabbi Shalom Razer. Tzorba is a revolutionary halacha sefer which guides you through over 300 topics in Jewish law in a unique signature style. In this weekly series specifically, Rabbi Shalom Rosner learns through the Tzorba Hilchot Shabbat volumes, helping us all master the halachot of Shabbat in just two years. Tzorba volumes are available for purchase worldwide on Amazon. And to learn more about Tzorba, or for those in Eretz Yisrael looking to purchase volumes, please head over to tzorbaolami.com. For more information, see the description below. And now, Rabbi Shalom Rosner. Okay, let us get started with... This week's Sheer number five, Sheer number five in Serva Meirabanan, uh, as we continue in uh, volume number 16 of Serva Meirabanan, the Lax Family Edition uh, of the uh, set and the Weiss Family volume, volume number 16, as we discard Hilcha Shabbos. We are up to the fifth, into our second month of Hilcha Shabbos, and we have started Shabbos. We spoke about Tosefa Shabbos, and now we are up to Mincha on Erev Shabbos and the Tfilos of Shabbos. This is an area that not even people who learn Hilcha Shabbos don't focus on these Simonim and Shulchan Arach and the Gemaras that talk about this. These are very important issues that come up Lamaisa every single week. We are going to talk about the davenings, the Tfilos of Shabbos, starting with Mincha on Erev Shabbos, Kabbalah Shabbos. Where did that come from? Um, when did it start? And what are the sources? Myriv, the unique and the differences of Meirev uh, Friday night and uh, Meirev during the week, the changes that we make, the Vayachulu that we say um, at the uh, at the end of the tefillah, the Magin Avos tefillah that we say, which kind of sounds like a Chazar Sashatz, um, and the morning, the Shachris uh, tefillah a little bit as well. Then the next year we'll get to will be issues of Musaf and uh, other related issues regarding tefillah, Musaf and Mincha and Meirev and any mistakes and Tashlumen, uh, all different ideas related to that. But two full tefillah, uh, Shirim, Shirim number five, and Beth Hashem next time, number six, all about the halachas of tefillah of Shabbos. Again, Shabbos is a day of uh, unique spirituality. Uh, we know the Gemara tells us in Masechah's Beitzah, this is just by, by way of introduction, that the uh, we get a Neshama Yaseira on Shabbos. And that's why we know that we have uh, the uh, Bissamim at the end of, uh, of Shabbos because our Neshama Yaseira feels bad and we lost it, so uh, we want to make ourselves feel good. But Neshama Yaseira, what does Neshama Yaseira mean? What, do that, what does it mean that an extra neshama? So Rashi quotes in Beit Zayin, the food tastes better on Shabbos. You eat and you don't get sick. But says the Shidim Kubet says there in Beit Zandaf Tezayin, Neshama Yaseira, Pirish, the Alzech Chal Alav Shefa Eloki. There is a spiritual divine spirit. The Seichel Yoser, Lazok Batora, Ulaayin Bimase Hashem. There's more spirituality in the world. And when there's more spirituality, Jews daven more. When there's a lot of spirituality, we daven a lot. And that's what Shabbos is about. We daven a lot. Uh, not a lot, just more than usual. As we'll see, Chazal were also uh, focused on the balance, that we shouldn't be focusing only on spirituality. We know the Gemara tells us in Masechus Psachim that there is a concept on Yantif called Chatzil Hashem v'chatzil Hashem. Some of the day is supposed to be for Hashem, and some of the day is for spiritual pursuits, and some of the day for physical pursuits. But there are three exceptions to the rule. One of them is Shabbos. The Karasa la Shabbos Oneg. Oneg requires physical enjoyment, uh, and that is uh, for sure. And that is not something that Chazal uh, took lightly um, getting rid of, and that's why we have a shorter Shmon Esri. We'll talk about that by the Shem uh, next time. But anyway, let's get into the Tefillahs of Shabbos, uh, and starting with Mincha. So we, the Torah tells us now in source number one, we're on page 193 in the Tzorva booklet. Those following along, page 193, source number one. Says the tour. The Torah in Zimbabwe, Samach Zayin, Rabbi Yaakov Balaturim. He's the one that really gets the credit, by the way, for uh, organizing all of Halacha. We usually call it the Dalat Chalkei Shulchan Arach, the four Halachim of the Shulchan Arach. But really the tour is the one that did it, the tour. He's called the tour because the Arba Turim, the four pillars. So he was the one that made the categorization of Arachayim, Yeradeya, Evan Ezra, and Choshem Ishbat. The Shulchan Arach followed him. The Beis Yosef followed him uh, and uh, used his uh, structuring in chapters. Says the tour. On Erev Shabbos, we go into Shul. And we dive in Mincha. Mincha is the same except for There's no what we call Tachnun. There's no nefilas apayim. Nefilas apayim associated with pain and sar uh, and sadness. So we know anytime you don't say tach, anytime is a is a simcha day, you don't say tachnun. So already on erev Shabbos, you don't say tachnun. Why? What's erev Shabbos? It's not Shabbos yet. So there seems to be some type of aura, 
even in a halachic sense, of Shabbos already. Some type of aura. Not just the Lavush says in source number three, that is late and you're running out of time and you're getting close to Shabbos. Okay, but we paskin that even if it's early, even if it's early, right? If you look in the next source, the Mishnah Burr quotes, even if it's in the Prima Gadim, uh, even if one is davening Mincha Gadol, you have many hours till Shabbos. You're davening the early Mincha. Still, we don't say Tachlan. Why? Because already after Chatzos, on Erev Shabbos, there is a uh, type of aura in the air. The Mishnah Baruch also quotes if somebody is eating a meal after Chatzos on Erev Shabbos. You don't say Al Naros Bavel, which is what is said on a weekday to remember the base of English, but we say Shiram Alos on, uh, on Erev Shabbos as as uh, as well. Again, one shouldn't dive in very late, we'll get to, but uh, the whole Erev Shabbos. This is even reflected in the Halacha of Hilchas Avelos. The Gemara tells us back in source number two, the Gemara Moed Katan and Davchav Zayin. The Gemara tells us, Tan Rabbanan, Me'ema Saizok Venasamitos. In the days of old, the Midak that we don't have today, there was a certain type of beds. They had beds that were collapsible. And uh, Nihug, a custom of Avelos, that is that they collapse the beds. They collapse the beds. We don't have those kind of beds anymore. We don't do this. Um, but this is what they used to do. So on Erev Shabbos, we know there's no Avelos in public on Shabbos. There is private Avelos, but there's no public Avelos. So the Gemara says, when do you undo? When do you pick up the beds? Already by Mincha time. Because already then there is an aura of Shabbos. There's an aura of Shabbos, and that halacha reflects this uh, this idea. There is just, uh, this is not a topic now, it's not so much Hilchas Shabbos, but it's Hilchas Avelos, but it's an important Chiddush by Rav Salvechik. Rav Salvechik says in. Um, in in uh, it's printed in in the in sorry in the shiure uh, in the shiure harav of the Rav Salvechik on on uh, on Hilchas Avelus, uh, that the Gemara. If you look at the next line of the Gemara, that it's not in your packet. It is an extra line. It says, "When do you pick up the beds?" But the Gemara then says, "But an oval cannot sit on those beds until Shabbos." So you lift up the beds already from mincha time, but oval can't sit on the beds later. What's what's that distinction? Rav also said, the Gemara tells us that if there are beds in the house, not only does the Ovel's bed have to be undone and collapsed, all the beds in the house are collapsed. All the beds in the house? What does that have to do with, with, with the Ovel? Says Rav Salvechik, there are two concepts. There's something called Nihuge Avelus, customs and activities that the Ovel has to be involved in, but also there's something called a base Ovel, the halachic status of the house of an Ovel. Moving all the beds and collapsing all the beds, that's not a din in the Avel. Avel sitting on the bed, and Avel has to be knowing Avelos all the way till Shabbos. That's why he can't sit on the bed. But a base Avel, that already changes already at Chatzos, based on this aura of Shabbos, based on uh, Mincha time, I should say. And therefore, it's all the beds in the house, and you pick it up. Erev Salvechik said he thought, he thought there are two other halachas that he thinks are a din of base Avel, which is not so much the Minaga Olam, right? Learning Torah. Rav thought that learning Torah in a base Avel is not just a din of Nihuge Avelos. It's a din of base Avel. Rav was against the Minaga Olam. And I'm not here to change the Minaga Olam. The Minaga Olam is to learn Mishnayis in a base Avel between Mechaim in a Shiva house. Rav said, no, it's a din of base Avel. Not just that an Avel can't learn himself, but Torah can't be learned in a house of a base Avel. That's Rav And also She'ela Shalom. Saying hello to people. Sometimes we see somebody at a shiva call that we haven't seen in a very long time. And it's a little uncomfortable. You all kind of look at each other. You don't want to give each other a hug, but kind of look and give the nod. And then as you're going out, maybe you'll give a hug. you say, Shalom Aleichem, you know, when you're around the corner on the other side of the hall. Rav Salvechik said, there really shouldn't be Sheila Shalom in a base Avel. Or HaSholchan also quotes that. He doesn't say the whole lumdus of Rav Salvechik, but that's Rav Salvechik. And there are other eyes in terms of base Avel, but that's the continuation of this Gemara and Moed Katan and Dav Chavzayin that talks about the... Uh, Halacha of, halacha of the beds. So, but we see from here that uh, this is um, this is what is um, meant by the aura of Shabbos as it is uh, as it is explained. The uh, the uh, Mishnah Brura says that in the name of the Prima Godim, that Chatzos. Uh, um, even after one, even after Chatzos, one doesn't say Tachnun. The Shmir Shabbos does point out, relating to our last year, that uh, one should try to daven mincha at a certain time when one can um, be makabel Shabbos in a, in, a, in a proper way. Mispalel tefilas mincha betzibur says the Shmir Shabbos in source number five. Yishtadel she yispalel baod moed ta'ino she'efsher yiel akabel as Shabbos lefachus man muah lefnei ashkia in order to be able to uh, be makabel Shabbos be makabel Shabbos properly. 
Oh, the Isha Yisrael ends off by saying, um, as we said, what happens if one walks into shul? Sometimes this happens. One walks in late to shul, and the Tzibur's already doing Kabbalah Shabbos. So if the shul already was Makabal Shabbos, it's not so right to daven mincha in the middle of that Tzibur. Right? If they're already mamish Makabal Shabbos, if it's after Meirev, for sure, you shouldn't be davening mincha, they daven outside. If they're Yedin Nefesh, the beginning of Kabbalah Shabbos, okay, they were in Kabbalah Shabbos, yet people aren't thinking that it's uh, it's uh, Kabbalah Shabbos. So, Isha Yisrael says, We spoke last week about being uh, Mishubid and uh, being pulled after the rest of the Tzibur, which we said, as long as there are other Minyanim, and maybe it doesn't even apply nowadays, Rav Moshe Feinstein said, depending on what your Kavana is, but the Isha Yisrael says, you could do it outside, you could daven if they've already been Makabal, and then come in um, if, uh, if, one is running, if one is running late. Okay, this is about Mincha on Shabbos. So now we get into the next stage, Kabbalah Shabbos. Kabbalah Shabbos is not one of the Tfilas of Shabbos. We know we have Mincha going into Shabbos, then we have four Tfilas on Shabbos. Mairiv, Shachris, Musaf, Mincha. That's what we have. But there is a Minhag that we do of Kabbalah Shabbos. Kabbalah Shabbos is based already on the Gemara. Based on the Gemara, the structure that we have for Kabbalah Shabbos really is from um, 500 years ago and the... Uh, in the days of the uh, 450 years ago, in the days of the Kabbalists and Sfat and the Arizal, but it goes back the idea of being Makabal Shabbos and saying certain tfilos and accepting Shabbos that already comes from the Gemara. Gemara and Shabbos, Kufyutes, source number seven. Rabbi Chanina Miate Fakoya Panya Damali Shabsa. Rabbi Chanina used to get dressed and garb himself. Garb himself. Omar used to tell his Tamidim, Bov and Nate Likra Shabbos Hamalka. Let's go out and greet the Shabbos Queen. Rabbi Yanni lavish money in Bamali Shabbos. Rabbi, he used to wear his special garments. The Omer Bowie excuse me, Bowie Kala, Bowie Kala. That's what Rabbi Yanni used to do. So we already see the um, Gemara, the Amoraim going out to greet the Shabbos, the Shabbos Malka. But as we know, we have the special Tfilos. We say perkum, prok, special Prokum of Tehillim. Uh, and the climax uh, coming into the song of Lechadodi, written by Rav Shlomo Alkabitz, one of the great, the Kabbalist of the time, Shlomo Alkabitz wrote that uh, that tefillah. As we know, the uh, the uh, the Rashi Tevis uh, Shamar Vezacher Lik Rashabbos is Shlomo um, his um, his name, and we say the program of Tehillim Tzadik Hey Tzadik Vav, a couple of uh, of others. So the last tefillah we say, the last parak we say is Mizmar LaDavid. Mizmar LaDavid. Um, why do we say that tefillah? So that the Gemara says the Gemara says in Brachas Daf when the Gemara is searching for a remez to each of the tefillos that we say, we say a seven bracha Shmona Esrei, so to speak, a seven bracha Amida on Shabbos. How do you know you? How do you know that? What's the remez for seven? What's the remez for for nine on Rosh Hashanah? What's the remez for eighteen or nineteen on a weekday? Which we'll get to in a second. So the Gemara finds a mucker for each of these. So the mucker, the source for the Shmona Esrei of Shabbos is Mizmar Ladav and Havol Hashem Elim. That's the Gemara Brachas Chavtes and source number nine. Hani Sheva Shabbos Keneged Me Amar Eb Chalafta Ben Shmuel Keneged Shiva Kolos. Shamar David Alamayim. The four times this is the word call. Call Hashem, call Hashem, Ashbakoa, call Hashem Bahadar. So those seven words are a remez to the um, Shmona Esrei, the Amida. Again, we call it Shmona Esrei. Uh, that's the colloquial, but the Amida that we say on Shabbos. That's also, by the way, I once heard uh, why we stand by that tefillah. Why do we stand by that tefillah? Because the Gemara also says one of the one of the sources for the eighteen bracha amida is it has the word it has Shem Hashem eighteen times in that mizmar. So it's a remez to the amida that we stand for. So that's mizmar l'david we stand for um, for that uh, parak. It's interesting why uh, uh, Rif Salvechik deals with this in his Shirman brachas. Why we need remazin? This is one example of uh, of a remez. Why do we need a remez to the seven and the eighteen and the nineteen and the nine? Why can't we just daven? Chazal had to come up with, with a remez in the psukim to every Shmona Esrei. So this is a theme that Rav Salvechik spoke about at, uh, many times. Again, I never heard Rav Salvechik. He was already ill when I came to the uh, the YU campus. Uh, but many all the shiurim, that it's clear that he spoke about this uh, um, many times, and that is the concept of matir, the concept of a halachic allowance. Rav Salvechik said, who are we to be able to approach Hashem? Who are we to 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 to, to connect Hakadosh Baruch Hu in that way through prayer through He's infinite and who are we? So Chazal always needed a matir, needed a matir to allow us to approach Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So finding hints in the psukim that's 
part of the matir. That's part of what allows us to approach Hashem to David. It's in Tanakh, which was given by HaKadosh Baruch Hu to the Nevi'im. So if he told us, and he was Marami's that, so that is why it is allowed, and that's one of the uh, messages that we, uh, that we have. Why? No, so we continue. So those are the tefillahs that we say, um, getting ready, L'chadodi, uh, which is built on uh, Chazal, has a lot to do with Yerushalayim, right? The Gula HaAsida, uh, relating to Shabbos as well. Then we say, Mizmer Shir Liyom HaShabbos, right? The, uh, the Lavush says, because that is a lot about Hoda'a, a lot of uh, thankfulness. The, uh, the Lavush says in Arachayim, in, um, in Reish Pei Aleph, in source number 10, V'somchen Mizmer Shir Liyom HaShabbos, Shu Gamkin Hoda'a L'Hashem Yisbarach. So we say that uh, we talk about the, the thankfulness and on Shabbos we have time to be able to focus on um, on the uh, all the gifts that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us. We are able to stop and focus and think. So that's why we, uh, we give Odah to Hashem and that's why this Mizmar is, is recited. If you look at the content of the Mizmar, it doesn't really have to do with Shabbos. Right? The rest of the Mizmar, it's all about Sadak Varalo, Rasha Vitovlo. So, so, so what is, uh, Kodesh Baruch is going to take care of us. So what does that do with Shabbos? There's a beautiful thought that Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky has um, in Parsha Shmos, in Parsha Shmos, where he discusses the Medrash. The Medrash says that Bnei Yisrael used to have scrolls. They had scrolls that they used to read. They used to read these scrolls every Shabbos, Lomar. And these scrolls spoke about how Hashem is going to redeem them. Maybe some of the scrolls spoke about the Yosef story, the Brisbane Abbasarim, because they had rest on Shabbos, and they used to keep up the, uh, their, their spirits. So that's at the end of the Shmos, when Paro says, give him more work to do. Paro took away Shabbos. He took away, he says, they're too positive. They're too looking forward. So they stopped reading those scrolls. Let him not focus. So says Rabbi Yaakov, what, are the, what were these scrolls? They must have been scrolls that gave chizuk, that gave idud, that gave encouragement. Says the Rabbi Yaakov, you know, one of these scrolls was Mizmar Shirli Yom HaShabbos. It was the shir that they used to say on Shabbos. That's what they said going through the, the difficulties in Mitzrayim. The nearest Mizmar Zeh. And after Paro was maskim to give them Shabbos originally, then took it away, and that's what the that's what the uh, these scrolls were. Moshe Rabbeinu was masaking to they studied Mizrach Shiliyama Shabbos, and that maybe they studied Sefer Eov. If that was around, then Rabbi Yaakov says, but these were some of the scrolls that uh, that existed, and that is. Uh, a, 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 another message that we could think about when we say Mizmar Shiliyama Shabbos, we could think that for thousands of years we have been saying this Mizmar on Shabbos and it gave Chizuk to the Jews in Mitzrayim. In Mitzrayim. After Mincha, then again we continue, we, as we mentioned, we say uh, a number of the Mizmarim, um, we say six Mizmarim, maybe some of them are connected to, um, you know, bring up, we say six because the Isha Yisrael explains six plus seven, like Shabbos is the seventh, and we yearn for the Geula, Shabbos is Me'en, or Me'en Olam Haba, but that's what we say, we say Mizrach Shalom Shabbos, and Hashem, and Hashem Malach. That follows, right, following that is Kegavna, Kabbalistically, uh, after, or the Minog, the Shochanar quotes in Surah number 12, to say Baba Malikin, the second parak of Mishnayis Shabbos, Noagim lower parak Baba Malikin. Why Dafka Baba Malikin? So obviously it's about Havlakas Neir Shabbos that those uh, those laws. Uh, but also, uh, one could uh, look at it as you know we want to start Shabbos with learning, right? We just started. We just uh, had Shabbos. So Talmud Torah. How do you start every religious experience? Talmud Torah. So that's why Dafka every Shabbos we start with Talmud Torah. We learn the Mishnayos of Masecha Shabbos. So this is Adkan Mincha and Kabbalah Shabbos. And then we go to Meirev. So now it's actually Baruch Hashem. We made it to we've made it to Shabbos. We've discussed Erev Shabbos laws. Remember that started on Wednesday and Thursday about Mafliq and Besvina. We spoke about Tosefes. We spoke about Halakas Neiris. We spoke about Mincha. We spoke about Galah Shabbos. And now we get to Shabbos. Baruch Hashem, we get to Shabbos and we daven and we daven and we have Baruch Hu. Meirev looks the same until we get to the end of Hashkivenu. At the end of Hashkivenu, uh, we know we have a different Chasima. A different chasim, a different ending of the bracha. On a weekday, we say, Shomer Amo Yisrael Lo'ad. Hashem guards us forever. 
And on Shabbos, we have a longer and more multi-themed uh, ending. The tour says, now I'm, I'm on page 201. Uh, source 13, the Torah tells us, And we have a change of gear, so why don't you say the Shmira line, says the Torah, because Shabbos is Shomer. You don't need to talk about the Shmira. The Shabbos guards the Jew. More than the Jew guards Shabbos, the Shabbos guards the Jew, as we have so many stories about the Shmira of Shabbos. The tour then quotes, Vinoagin, there is a minog to say Vishamru. Vishamru Vinayazal is a Shabbos, that is the minog in many places uh, to say Vishamru. Lomar, why Vishamru Vinayazal? To remind us, Sheim Yishmru Shabbos, Ein Srichin Shmira. You don't need Shmira, as we just said. But then the tour adds one line, Vuhu Gamkein Me'ein Geula. What's the tour bothered by? We know Mesechah's Brachas, the Gemara says that we have to have Smichas Geula L'Tfila. We're not allowed to have a hefsik, a break between Geula, Gal Yisrael, and Tfila. And the Gemara says, I so what about Hashkivenu? The Gemara says Geula Richta. Right, that is an extension of the Geula. What does that mean? Rabbeinu Yonah in Brachas says that this is what Chazal, the, the, the Bnei Yisrael said at the time of Makas Bechoros when they were huddled in their homes. Hashkivenu, Hashem gardath, Hashkivenu, Hashem It was said at the time of Geula. So it's a Geula Richta. That's Hashkivenu. Then the Gemara says, what about Hashem Sfasai Tiftach? That's a Tfila Richta. That's an extension of the Shemon Esrei. So but neither of those are Hefsekim. So we have Gula Richto pulling the Gaul Yisrael. Tfila Richto pulling the Shemon Esrei. So that's it. Kaddish is a Mitzari if it brings all the whole Seber together. But you can't have any, any other, any other uh, Hefsekim. So it says the tour. What, what about for Shamru? Right, for Shamru, but he saw the Shabbos where we're Makabal Shabbos. And, uh, and then we say that together. Isn't that a Hefsek? It's a violation of Smichas Gula Tfila. That's what the tour says. No, Vishamru is Me'ain Gula. Because if we would keep two Shabbosos, Miyan Nigalin. That is the line in Masecha Shabbos that the tour quotes. Shem Yishbu Be Shabbosos, Miyan Nigalin. Beautiful. Uh, not in the sources in front of you, but I'll add a couple of sources. The Shulchan Aruch does not quote this. The tour quotes Vishamru. The Shulchan Aruch doesn't say it. And the Gras says, you know why? Because I don't believe in this. I think it's a nice Ashkafic message, but I don't think that uh, that's good enough. And I think it's a hefsik, and that's where the Minog in many places in Yerushalayim and in certain yeshivas, they don't say Vishamru because of this gra. The gra writes in Maiserav, the, the safer of his Minhagin, who at Smo Omar Klal in Simon Samach Zion, he would not say Vishamru, Kedelismoch, Geula, Le Tfila. He wouldn't say it himself. Avat Sibor, but interestingly, he acknowledged that it was the Minog of Klai Yisrael, even in the Maiserav. Avalat Sibor, Shet Slova Shatz. The shul said it, but he just didn't say it himself. Interesting, though, that's Vishamru. So the tour explained Vishamru. What about we say it on Yantif too? We say Vaidaber. What does that have to do with it? So it says the Drisha on the bottom of the tour. Well, that's Zech. All the Chagim are Zech Elisias Mitzrayim. They're all connected to the process. That's also Geula. It's still also connected to Geula. So we just saved Vaidabar Moshe's Ma'adei Hashem, the minag of uh, those shuls that say that. What we got to left? What about Tiku Bachode Shofar on Rosh Hashanah? The minag of any shuls is to say that Pasuk too. Says the Lavush. Tavkuf Pebez. We mentioned the Lavush last week also about the Machlokas with the Ramah, about Tosefes before, Tosefes after. Says the Lavush in source number uh, in the uh, in Tavkuf Pebez. It's not in front of you. He says, why? Because... Rosh Hashanah, one of the reasons we blow shofar is Zecher to the Tekiah Gedola that we're davening for. Tekah B'Shofar Gadol Lachei Ruseinu is also connected to Geula and could be also be a Gula Rechta. And finally, says the Lavush, which is a Halachic Sefer. What about Yom Kippur? What about Kivayom Azei Yechaper Aleichem? Says the Lavush, unbelievable. Hu Zichron HaGeula HaAmitis Hu Geulas HaNefesh Ve'en Lecha Gula Rechta Gedola Mizu. There's no greater Geula than that. Wow. That sounds pretty, pretty uh, hashkafic, pretty uh, machshavadik, but the Lavush is using it to explain the halacha. Another answer to answer all of these, to answer all of these, some Rishonim discussed this, and that is, maybe we're just using those psukim to basically announce to people, remember to say the right amida, remember to say the right shmonas, it's like the banking on the bima. So you could also announce. You could say Yalaviyavo. You can announce. So these psukim are like an announcement. So if you say that, you don't have to get into any of the uh, beautiful lumdis that we just said. But either way, this is uh, an expansion. The, the tour only quotes Vishamru, but this is the minug that's developed in many places in Klal Yisrael, as we just uh, as we just explained. 
Good. The Shulchan Aruch getting back to the Hashkivenu change. The Shulchan Aruch in Simon Reis Samachzayin in source number fourteen tells us, right? Hashkivenu, you change the uh, change the ending. But once you get to Vesalkanafecha, we say Ufrosalenu Hapores. But what happens? Happens to the best of us if we forgot and we ended off Shomer Meisrael Laad, and then we realize, uh oh, you know, we said the wrong one. So what do you do? So the Mishnah explains, if you remember right away, which often happens, right, when we remember right away, you just hope you didn't say it too loudly so nobody else heard you. If you remember right away, so right then you say, you say the other, the chasima. But if it's ready a few seconds later, no, you're done, you don't have to repeat. You don't have to repeat, you said the wrong one, it's a better chasima, but it's not a wrong chasima to say the weekday one, and therefore um, one is okay, one doesn't have to repeat. Good. Moving right along. Then we have the special uh, Shemona Esrei that we have for Shabbos, which Be'er Hashem will talk about uh, later, uh, Be'er Hashem in a, in a future shir. And then right after that, we have Vayechulu, though. We have Vayechulu in Shemona Esrei. Vayechulu is the testimony, the psukim for Bereshis that testify that Hashem created the world. When we declare Vayechulu, we are saying, we are um, declaring that Hashem created the world in six days and rested on the seventh. The Gemara in Shabbos Kuf Yates even tells us in source number 16 that when we say, when a Jew says Vayechulu, he's partnering with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's as if he is partnering with HaKadosh Baruch Hu in my Sabratius. Why? Because a Jew adds, to, when a Jew keeps Shabbos and declares Shabbos, he is adding. He is adding. Rav Salvatia gave the mashal. I think I might have mentioned this, and we'll mention this again when we talk about Kiddush. Right? The Gemara says in Adarim that there's a concept of Bechor Behema Tahora. A Bechar of a kosher animal. Bechar of a kosher animal that has Kedusha. Automatic Kedusha. It's the only carbon that has automatic Kedusha. And that's why it's the only one that we have to worry about nowadays. We don't want Karbanos walking around. So already in the days of Tosfus, already in the days of Tosfus, 800 years ago, 900 years ago, the Minog was to sell a percentage of the ownership of the mother to a non-Jew. And that prevents the Kedusha of the offspring. Because if you don't do that, you have a Bechar that's born... That's trouble. You don't want a carbon walking around. So we try to prevent that. We try to prevent that. So it's an automatic Kedusha. But says the Gemara in Nedarim, even though there's automatic Kedusha of a Bechar, mitzvah l'hadisho. There's a mitzvah for the Jew to say, this is Kadosh. This is sanctified. A Jew's own personal hakdasha adds something. So we add something when we testify, when we act. So that's the Gemara in Shabbos, Kufi When we say Vayachulu, we're becoming a shut of a partner with HaKadosh Baruch Hu in my Sabratius. Uh So, we say Nishman Esrei. So, why do we repeat it again right afterwards? Right after Nishman Esrei, we say Vayichulu again. So, the Rush says, in the end of Psachim, in Arvi Psachim, in Surah 17, that really, Chazal instituted to say Vayichulu after the Amida only for a Yantif that falls out on Shabbos. Because then you don't say Vayichulu. You say the Yantif Shman Esrei. You don't say Vayichulu, so you have to say Vayichulu again afterwards. But once we're going to say Vayichulu in that unusual case... Chazal said to always say it. Unbelievable. Very unusual. Low plug. Usually you have a low plug because it, it applies 90% of the time, you throw in the 10%. Here, it only applies in 2% of the time. But because it applies in 2%, we say it always. Fascinating. But that's what Chazal did, uh, and that's what we do. We say Vayachulu afterwards. The Shulchan Arachi has another reason, a second reason why we would say Vayachulu, not only because of the case of a Yontif Shachalios B'Shabbos, but also, let's say, somebody who's not a Baki. Somebody doesn't really know how to daven. So we want to be mozi them. That's what the Shulchan Aruch says in Reis Samaches of Zion in Source 18. Chosrim Lomar Vayachulu Mishum Yantef Shachalios B'Shabes Sheno Meroso VeGam Lahotzi LeMisheni Odeya. And also to be mozi someone who doesn't know. Good. Now we get to the next halacha of Vayachulu. Says the Shulchan Aruch. VeOmer Meroso BeKol Ram Umeuma. Say it out loud and say it standing. Why? Because it's edus testimony. Testimony you stand and testimony you say out loud. So therefore, you have to say it in that way, says the Shulchan Aruch. Says the Taz, says the Taz, the Taz now he has this on, Machlokes Achronim, but this is the Minog of Klai Yisrael based on this Taz. Says the Taz, also when you give Eidus, you have to give it in pairs. There's no such thing as one aid. Eid Echanem Abisurin, that's an exception to the rule, usually Apishne Eidem Yakum Dover. You need two witnesses. So says the Taz in Source 19, Lefisha Bazer. Anu meidim lakadosh baruch hu ma'isabreshes v'din eidim ba'amida and you have to say it and then the tour says v'omer moso yachad that's not the shulchan aruch yachad what does yachad mean 
What does Yachan mean? Says the two Rezov, says the Taz. I think it means you have to say it with at least two people. Nearly, If you only have one person, you don't say Vaychulu again. Because you need Edus. And Edus requires two. And therefore, this is why the Minog developed that if somebody was long in their Shemona Esrei, they'll find somebody else to say Vaychulu with after the Shemona Esrei. The Mirti Yachal Omer, the Taz says, if a Yachal wants to say it, he should not have Kavana that he's giving Edus. But, Kikori Batorah, like he's reading Torah, Cain near Lanias Daiti. That's the Chiddush of the Taz, and that has developed into the Minigal Kal Yisrael. Even though you think about it, and we'll see sources about this in a minute, this is not regular Edus. The Machsas Shekel, that's not on your sheet, but the Machsas Shekel on the bottom of the Shulchan Aruch says, Edom never has to testify simultaneously. They don't say the word simultaneously, it's always one after another. So why would you need to say it at the same time? Vayachulu. No Edus ever needs that. So the Machsas Shekel says, well, this is Edus that Hashem created the world, so it's different. Okay, but either way, you see it's a regular, not a regular Edus. We'll see soon in the Chazanish, I think. It's nighttime, there's no Edus Balayla. So it's a Chiddush, what the Taz says, but this has developed to be the Minog of Chal Yisrael. The Mishnah Burah quotes this, Taz, V'alkopanem Yiyah B'Shnayim. At least you should have two. V'yachanem is Palel. If a Yachid is saying it, either he should just skip it, he shouldn't repeat Vayachulu. And if he does, uh, he should say it uh, uh, without Kavana for Edus, as the Taz as the Taz says. This is so important, according to some, that the Bir Alacha quotes the Prima Gadim, that you should even hurry your private silent Amida a little bit Friday night to be able to say it with the Chazim or with the Tzibor. To do it with it's even more than two. Yemaher l'sayim tfiloso. Should try to say it a little, uh, a little uh, faster, a little faster. You do have a little flexibility before you finish. Rosh Shlomo Zalman says in Ma'ar Hashabbos, in the next source, that if you got up to a l'kain nitzar, you could already say it then. You said yilaratzo, and you're up to a l'kain nitzar, you could say vayichul already with the uh, the tzibur at that moment. But um, you don't have to, you don't have to finish monastery. But you see, there, there's an importance to saying it with the tzibur. The arlatzion, the chuvas arlatzion, and the chazanish also says this. Says what? For this minog that the Taz quotes, to be able to say it together, you should hurry your Shmona Esrei? No. Kavana? It's a din. Says the Arlatzion, no, it's not Ma'akev. The Shulchan Aruch says to say it standing and to say it out loud. The Taz says, biyachad. I don't think you have to uh, hurry your Shmona Esrei for that, says the Arlatzion in Source 23. And he said, the Ikar Takana is only because, uh, you know, you didn't have time. That's the Ikar reason why we say it. And therefore, that's what he says. And therefore, don't daven quickly. You could daven like you're, as you're, at your normal pace and don't, uh, and don't worry about it. The Chazonish even argues on the Taz fundamentally in his understanding of the tour. The tour says... Yesh Omer Shenagol Omer Bakaram Umeumad. Fine, Kalram and Meumad. What about Yachad together? Maybe that means when the whole Tzibor is saying it. Because this is Edos and Maisa Bracious. So the whole Tzibor together, that's, that's the covet. But two people? Says the Chazanish, you don't need that. You don't need that, says the Chazanish in the end of Source 24. Lomatsinu Zeba Poskim Ve'en Lono Lachadish Varim. Not to be Machadish. Ve'en Vayachulu Shomer Lakos. You don't find this in Poskim, but the Minag of Klai Yisrael, and Minag is, shouldn't be taken lightly, the Piskei Chuvah's quotes, because the Mishnah Bura said it, because the Mishnah Bura Paskin like the Taz, this is the Minag of Klai Yisrael to say it with someone else, and that is what we uh, generally try to do. So that is the Vayachulu right after Shmona Esrei. And again, fascinating that it's like, it's a low plug based on the 2% of the time when we wouldn't say Tachnun, that when we wouldn't say it uh, after Shmona Esrei on a Yanta Shechalios Bishabbos. So we continue going. Friday night, right after Vayachulu, we have Bracha Me'ein Sheva. Bracha Me'ein Sheva, which is a shortened, it looks like a shortened Chazar Sashatz. Magin Avos Bidvaro, that's the second Bracha. Mechayim Mesim. That's the, the first bracha and the second bracha of uh, Shmona Esrei. HaMelech HaKadosh, Rakel HaKadosh, Shein Kamohu. And then we have the Shabbos discussion, right? So it's, what are we doing there? So we never have a Chazor Sashatz at night. That's a separate topic. The Rambam says, Kosfila Sarvis Rishus. But we don't have a Chazor Sashatz at night. So why are we having a miniature Chazor Sashatz? If there's no Machayev, if there's no halachic generator for having Chazor Sashatz, a uh, repetition 
on any night of the week. So why is Shabbos different? So the Gemara and Shabbos on Nafchav Dalit in source number 26 says two words. Mishum Sakana. Because of danger. What danger are we talking about here? What danger? So Rashi explains. Well, Rashi says, uh, that's why we have this uh, Magen Avos. What exactly is the danger? So the Mepharshim explain. You have it in front of you from the Taz again, the two Rezav, in Source 28, because they used to daven out in the fields. That's where the shuls were. They were outside. And let's say somebody showed up late. Somebody was getting ready for Shabbos. You can understand. Somebody had a crazy Friday afternoon. They showed up late, so they're going to be davening while everybody else is finished ready, and they're going to leave. So we want to delay so that the latecomers could finish and we could all leave the field together. That is what the Taz says. That's the Sakana. Nisnakana mishum sakanas mazikim. besados. It was in the fields. It's amazing. A Takana for latecomers. This should not encourage latecomers. But... It's pikuach nefesh, right? Lavol the basic nefesh. She is simut vilasam boshes shliatzibur marich kedeisa beperek ba'amalikin. That's why we have this um, this uh, uh, minog, which is uh, then quoted. It's not just a minog. Now it's in Shulchan Aruch, and it is a din. That's why the Shulchan Aruch says biyachid. One doesn't say maginavos. Somebody's davening by themselves. They don't say maginavos. It's a tzibur takana. Shulchan Aruch says twenty nine. Viyomer shliatzibur brachach mein sheva ve'ein ayachid omerosa. The Yochah doesn't say it. The Yochah wants to say it. No shame Hashem. No bracha. You can say nice phrases, but no bracha, no tefillah. You have to say it without the uh, psicha and the uh, and the chasima. But because, and many are familiar with this halacha, because it was created for not just a tzibur, but for a shul, it was because the shuls were out in the fields. So that's why the Rishonim say it only is said where you have the tzura of a shul. But let's say you have a minion where you usually don't have a minion. You made a minion one place. It's not a shul. Says the Rivash, Shuvas Rivash Simon Mem in source number thirty. Ain Omer Mosov Beis Chasanim or Beis Ha'avel. If you have a separate wedding minion in a place where you usually don't have a minion or an Avelus minion, no Maginavos. You go straight from Vayichulu to Kaddish. Vayichulu to Kaddish. Shemitchila Lo Niskanel Beis Haknesesh Sheyakobo and Sham. They all came there because of the Mazikin. Uh, and that is why it is not said. And the Shulchan Aruch quotes that. The Shulchan Aruch says, "In Omrim bracha mein sheva beveis chasanim va'avelim deleka time demachrin lavok shiunizokin." It's a shul in the fields, but if you have a separate minion, the whole reason uh, was never instituted. They never instituted there. The Mishnah Pura adds on a detail. So, so we don't have beis chasanim today. We don't have beis avelim so much. But sometimes we have minyanim that are not so kavua, not so kavua. So, what makes a minion kavua? What makes a minion kavua for this halacha of when you say magin avos? What if you have a Friday night minion on the block every Friday night? Right? Is that good enough kavua? Says the Mishnah Bura. Pirish 32, explaining the Shulchan Aruch. If you just dive in a, in a house, Mishnah Bura seems to say, no magin avos. But if there's a kfiyas of a certain number of days, for yesh sefer Torah at slum? A Sefer Torah, Kamo, you read them. Sometimes in the marketplaces, they'll make minyanim there for a few weeks, maybe for a month. The marketplace will go on. They have a minion there with a kfiyas with a Sefer Torah. Then you say it. Then you say it. The Mishaburah seems to say that you need, a, you need the Sefer Torah. The Igris Moshe, Moshe Feinstein, does not know what the Sefer Torah has to do with anything. Why does the Sefer Torah make it more kavua? Just parenthetically, it's also a mystery um, in Hilchas Avelos that people people say that, oh, when you, have, when you have three Torah readings, so then you can bring the Torah. That's, there's not... Very unclear what the source for that is. You should have Kavanah Torah, and you should have an Aaron there, which could give, which could give a Kvius, but, but that's uh, not for now. But the, the Ramosha says, no, it doesn't, what does it say for Torah to do with it? It, it means if you have a Kvius of a minion there. Ramosha says, if you dive in there every Friday night, that's a Kvius of a minion. That's a Kvius of a minion. And therefore you can say Magin Avos. Just Friday night, right? Some people live far from the shul. They want to have a minion there. Interesting. Ramosha says, What if you have a rotating minion on a block and every week it's in a different house? I'm not sure. Because that's that's a kavua minion, but not a kavua spot. So one should ask their uh, their their local Orthodox rabbi. Uh, he'll probably say, don't have house minyanim, just come to the shul. So I don't know if people might want to, uh, a little dangerous, have to call up a different shul's rabbi to ask that question. But either way, Ramosha says, if it's in a house, in the same house with a uh, with a uh, minyan kavua, um, it, you would say it, and Ramosha says, but tliya b'sefer Torah, lo move on. I don't know what the Mishabruah's tliya is with a with a, uh, a sefer Torah. Uh, the Piskei Shuvah's quotes that the minog in Yerushalayim 
is to always say it because of the elevated status and the kedusha of Yerushalayim. So the minag is, he says, Some say there is a minyan kavua, so minag of Yerushalayim are, are different. Rishlam Zalman says, maybe whatever the special minag of Yerushalayim is only applies in the old city. Benachomos, Rishlam Zalman says, uh, even if you want to say this flexibility, maybe it doesn't mean modern Yerushalayim, but it means Old Yerushalayim. Old Yerushalayim. Rav Avadia also uh, talks about this in uh, in the Yaakov Yosef in source uh, 36. Only with his shul. Right, that was the language of the Rivash. If you're davening in a, uh, a house of a shiva or a wedding where it's not normally a minion, Yerushalayim Chamura. In Yerushalayim, where the Kedusha is more serious, um, and he also says, The Ben Ishchai is, is not a fan of ever limiting this. The Ben Ishchai, again, a great Svardi Posig, and also Mordechai Leo says, we say, always. Even though the Gemara talks about just Mishum Sakana, but Alpi Kabbalah, they say there's a lot of sodos in the Bracha Main Sheva, and therefore one always says it, um, even even in a place, um, even against the Rishonim, right? In Gamba Beis Chasanim, Ubeis Avelim, no Sefer Torah, we still we still say it. What about summer minyanim? So the minyan is to say it. If there's a kavua summer minyan, let's say people go away for the summer, and for eight weeks or ten weeks, there's a minyan there always. There's no minyan there for ten months. The minyan is to say it. That's a kavua minyan for these times. Uh, and therefore, one would say it. Um, Shilas came up during Corona, where the whole Tzibur was davening outside. So, Postkim said that that's also, that's considered the minion. The minion moved, but that's the whole, that's the whole minion. Um, but uh, there are others that uh, the quotes here, and on, on page 212, there are by Willig, Paskin, that a consistent minion held right outside the sanctuary, but close to the shul is enough also. So, one has to know certain Shilas about Kfias should be asked if one is not clear. So this is all Friday night. We spoke about Mincha. We spoke about Kabbalah Shabbos. We spoke about Mayriv the Chasima. We spoke about the Psukim in, uh, in between. We spoke about Vayachulu. We spoke about Magin Avos. So now we get to Shabbos morning. We get to Shabbos morning and we have Shachris. And we have Shachris. So what do we have for Shachris? So even before we get to Davening, before we get to Davening, there's an interesting discussion. We know that there is generally an Isser of eating before Davening. Gemara Brachas Daf Yud, based on the pasuk of Lo Sochlu Al Adam, Lo Tochlu Lefnei Shatem Is Palalim Al Dimchem, one is not allowed to eat before davening, you know, for yourself. So in an earlier Serba packet in the uh, in the booklets, in one of the earlier volumes where uh, earlier Arachayim Sugis were discussed about eating before davening, and we are makel in terms of uh, having a drink and having coffee if it's going to help you in terms of your in terms of your davening. Or a little, uh, whatever the post can allow there. Not getting back into that. But whatever is allowed, something is allowed according to most. Water, coffee. What about Shabbos? Maybe Shabbos is different. Shabbos is different. What do you mean? Shabbos is a day that we said before. Onik Shabbos and Neshama Yaseira. Maybe Shabbos is more chamor. Why? Because there's a chiv of Kiddush. And we'll learn, you're not allowed to eat before Kiddush. You're not even have to, allowed to have a drink of water before Kiddush. So, Shabbos morning, maybe it's more chomer. Not only do I have the halacha of not eating before davening, I have the halacha of not eating before Kiddush. So what do I do? So, the postkim explain, based on the earlier sources, not a problem. Because the chiv of Kiddush only kicks in after Shachris. Before Shachris, it's like a regular day. Basically. In terms of the eating before davening. And that's what the Beis Yosef quotes in Simon Peites. Um, quoting from the Tashbait, Zachrani, Sharisi, Kazabasefer Echad, Shemate Lishos, Afila Bishabas, Viyantif. You're allowed to eat or drink or drink before davening. There's no Isser because of a lack of Kiddush Mishum. To come Shalosh Hispalel, if you didn't daven yet, Shachris, Akati Lo Matis Man Kiddush, the Zman Kiddush has not kicked in yet, and that is what the Shulchan Aruch says as well in Reish Beites. Shulchan Aruch says, Sorry, the lishos mayim baboker kodem tefilamuter. You can drink water. Mipnei shalo adayin lo chalal lavchovas kiddush. Kiddush, the chiv of kiddush did not kick in. Didn't kick in yet. What about what about women? What about women? So if a woman, what's the question? Because let's say a woman generally is busy with her kids. She's not going to daven. That's a different shear about what a woman has to daven. She's busy with her kids. She's not going to daven. She davens a little bit. 
So what happened if she davens a little bit before her kids get up? She davens, want, want, whatever she davens, she davens already. Does her chiyav of Kiddush kick in now? Does her chiyav of Kiddush kick in now? Says the Isha Yisrael in source number 40 on page 214. If a woman generally davens shachris, or a filo mistapekas betfila ketzara, a shorter tefila, mutilo lishtos lefnei tefila. Rakhaz ad ramshis like we said, before she davens, it's not a problem. Because there's no chiyav of Kiddush yet. But what happens after she davens? What if after she That's her davening. So does she have a chiv of Kiddush now? Now it's it's 8 o'clock in the morning. So I daven my tefillah. And now I'm going to take care of the kids. I, I, have, a chiv, I have to make Kiddush before I, before I, before I drink something. Say, Yishe Yisrael. It could be. But that is not the minog of many. For various reasons. Number one, the Yishe Yisrael says, If somebody doesn't make Kiddush and they wait till later... There is a tshuva of Rav Moshe. I'm not sure if it's going to come out, come up later in the book. Rav Moshe finds it as a tshuva that says, because a woman is mishubedes to eat with her husband, because her husband's chiv of Kiddush didn't kick in yet, so her chiv of Kiddush didn't kick in yet either. And then she could eat without Kiddush. Unbelievable Kiddush. But maybe we'll talk about that at a later date. But this is, uh, this is the, the, the minagameni is, is, is not to, but if a woman did her davening, if she's going to go to shul and daven, then for sure she's allowed to drink and, and have coffee beforehand. But if she already did her davening that she's going to do, that's where the shiloh comes up, and that's a machlok as haposkim. If one is eating for health purposes, so then also you could eat before davening. What if you have to eat? What if somebody has to eat a big meal? You have to eat a, a big bowl of cereal, and so do you have to make kiddush there? You have to make kiddush when it's more of a serious eating. That's the question the Erlitzion was asked. Adam what does he say? No. Ain't Sarach Lakadesh. Doesn't make a difference. But many others say no. This is different. If you look in the in the Bir Halacha and Rav Moshe, you have Rav Moshe in front of you, but it's also the Bir Halacha and Rav Vadia say, if you're gonna eat a full meal, and even not a full meal, but we're gonna eat Pasababa Kistin and things that could be a full meal if you ate enough of it, Rav Moshe says then you need to make Kiddush. Then you need to make Kiddush. Even in nothing to do with davening. But there's a chiv of Kiddush after Shachris. But if you already now have a heter achila because of the refuah purposes, so then the chiv of Kiddush kicks in even without davening. And that's what Ramosha says. Kiddush b'cholash, it's orach lechol kodem Shachris, nira laniyasayti lachriyadim, it's orach positive, you have to have bread, or you have to have something that's similar to bread. Afshu rak pasababa kisnin, sheishlo din pas mikfiyasu, it's orach lekadesh. Then you have to be Makadesh, like the Mishnah says. But if you could just have Mizoras Mavushal and things that will never become uh, bread, so then uh, you could get by without without Kiddush. That's Ramosha's uh that's Ramosha's Okay, beautiful. So that's in terms of eating before. So now we get to the actual Davening. Let's talk for a moment about the beginning, not the Shmonasri, but Psuka de Zimra. So we know we have an extended Psuka de Zimra on Shabbos. The tour writes, because nobody's going to work. So you have more time to praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Right, the Torah says, V'omrim, source number 44, V'omrim We sh- Meaning, what does that sound like? We should always be saying more praise to Hashem. Psuke de Zimra. Praise to Hashem. But uh, we understand that on a weekday, we have, we have to go to work, and we can't, can't spend so much time in Shul. Hazal knew that. But on Shabbos, we have more time. Shabbos, we have more time, so we, 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 uh, we uh, say more. We say more. Uh, what happens if... Sometimes it happens. You have you're up to the you have your sitter and you just go straight and you forget and the person forgets and they say the whole weekday psuka de zimra, right? They and like oh I forgot to turn the page. Sometimes we remember in the middle of psuka de zimra we see somebody else and we help them and we move their sitter for them. So what happens there if you said the whole weekday psuka de zimra? Says the piskei chuvos in the name of other achronim. So as long as you didn't start berchas kriyashma yet, you can add it in right there. Even right after Yishtabach, even though Baruch Shammar and Yishtabach are really the opening and closing of Sukkot de Zimra, you could add it in right there. As long as you didn't start Birchas Kriyashma yet. Again, at the, after Davening, you can say whatever you want in terms of Tehillim. But if you want to get it to be counted as Sukkot de Zimra, you could say it right there after Yishtabach. Sometimes we remember like, oi! Say it right there. And you don't even have to go in order, he says. Even if you already said Yishtabach, you could say it right there. Say it right there. Avalon far hiskla shots. If the shots already started, Kaddish, Kaddish is ready. The Mitzari, if getting ready for the Birchas Kriyashma. So then, um, I would. Uh, he says, I wouldn't. I wouldn't add it in right then. What about Nishmas? What about Nishmas? How important is Nishmas? So the Nishmas is in the Gemara. Sachem Kuf The Gemara mentions that Nishmas is Birchas Hashir, something that we say at the end of the Seder. 
Why is it called Birchas Hashir? Tosfos there says in Psachem Kuf Yerches 47, because we say it as part of the Shir of Sukkot Zimra on Shabbos and Yantif. That's what Tosfos says. The Korinishmas Kochai Birchas Hashir, Lefisha Bashabasos Omrimoso Achim Sukkot Zimra. And therefore, um, that's why it's called Birchas uh, Hashir. But it is very, it is very crucial. Nishmas is more important, maybe, than the rest of the additions that we make. Maybe not more important than the regular, so to speak, the weekday psukah the zimra. But maybe uh, based on the additions, where do you see that the Mishnah quotes from the Chayyadam? Mishnah quotes from the Chayyadam. Uh, what happens if somebody is running late? So you could skip the extra ones. You could skip the extra ones. What about if you're really running late? You're really running late. So do you skip nishmas or do you skip? What do you skip? Says the says the Chayyadam. The b'shavas b'chuyiv lomar nishmas. You have to say nishmas. So mutav sheidalik mizmorim. Skip all the other additions besides nishmas. The main lo shows klal. If you're running a bare bones, right? We know weekday. Baruch shamar ashrei yishtabach. Shabbos. Baruch shamar ashrei nishmas yishtabach. Says the Chayyadam. Nishmas is in there. Nishmas is crucial for the uh, for the psuki de zimra that we uh, that we have. The uh, Rav Avadia, the Chazon Avadia, is not so convinced. He thinks that it's better to uh, to You have to skip some. It says nishmas Nishmas is a minog. Meaning, Ravadia says all the other halalukas, for example, come before nishmas. All the weekday psuke de zimra comes before nishmas. Nishmas comes before the other hosafos, like Yoshi b'sisha elyon and the other. But uh, but it does not come before the other Lucas, so it's a machlokas. Machlokas. The Mishnah Bura quotes the Chai Adam that Nishbaz comes before. It comes right after Baruch Shem Rashi Ishtabach. It comes with that set. And uh, the Chazan Ravanya says no. The other Pesukah the Zimra comes comes uh, comes first. Um, what if you didn't say it? Do you have to like? Did you? Is it not Shabbos for you? If you didn't say any of the additions, so. The Ramah says no. The only thing that if you don't say you weren't Yossi, you got to go back is in the in the Birchas Kriyashma Lokelash or Shabbos because that paragraph talks actually about Shabbos. That talks actually about Shabbos. That's what the Rachashulchan says in fifty two Lokelash or Shabbos. That one paragraph which talks about uh, Shabbos Machzirin also you have to uh, say that again. Says the Shuch, says the Ramah. The Mishnah says what does that mean? Doesn't mean you have to say the whole bracha again. And a kavana in the Mishnah in Reish Peala fifty one. Shemachzirin also the brachas yotzer are el achar tefilas yurches yom rakach b'li bracha. After you sit finish one esra, you say it. You say it uh, without the uh, the bracha. And the Chayyadim again says shalei dali charchila nusach lekal shabbos. Try not to skip it. Try not to skip it because it's based on the Zohar. Try to say it in order um, in this regard. So usually it's not so common that somebody would skip lekal shabbos. So the Zimra comes up sometimes if somebody's not focused. But Lakal Shabbos, right? Birchas Kriyashma goes straight, and in that way, uh, fulfill what the Torah says. We have extra time on Shabbos, so we praise Hashem more. We should all remember and take advantage of every moment of Shabbos, of Torah, of Tefillah, and enjoying ourselves, because that's what Shabbos is about. Have an amazing, amazing week, and with Hashem, we continue next time with Shir number six and the uh, second half of Tefillah of Shabbos.